I had to think about my oldest friends Now I no longer hang with them And I can't wait to be home again I had a year that nearly sent me off the edge I feel like a five, I can't pretend But if I get my shit together this year Maybe I'll be a ten Help myself a little better Cause it's getting tiring And I can't wait for the summer Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders, and with me, as always, is my co-host Brandon Olson. I say as always. It's been like three weeks. Yeah, I don't know why you say that. <laughs> I just—it's what I say. Um, and you can find him on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. And welcome. It is Sunday morning, so we have not watched very much NFL football. Unfortunately, we've only gotten to see uh the majority of Texans Jaguars. That's definitely unfortunate because it's been due to. Yeah, well, I mean, at least it's a pick'em game that I I think we could say we know whether or not they're going to cover. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, is there any news you want to talk about, Brandon? Just Trent Williams, you know. <laughs> yeah, if that whole thing's <laughs> true, um. The Redskins are the worst team in the NFL. I mean, they already are. They already are. not true. But they it are. only uh, strengthens only the argument. strengthens the <laughs> argument. If they misdiagnosed his cancer, um, they, man, they just need to take that team away from Dan Snyder. Absolutely. I mean, they already should. Like, again, like, like he said, he already needs to get the team taken away from him. Um... What was the whole thing? Like, um, I always forget, like, he was, like, he's, like, an actual terrible person. Well, I mean, his franchise is named the Redskins, and the people that were called Redskins find it offensive. So uh, I think that's pretty bad to begin with. And then there was the whole thing with the cheerleaders. Yeah, um, what else was... Oh, he doesn't, like, allow players to, like, look him in the eyes. Mm-hmm. I forgot who it was that said that. Uh, it might have been like LeVar Arrington, maybe? That he was just like, um, players aren't allowed to look at Dan Snyder in like, the eyes without permission. Like that they're not like allowed to look at him without permission and that they always have to call him like Mr. Snyder, yeah. no matter like how long you've been there or anything like that. Didn't he like tol- tell the cheerleaders to like, serve as escorts um, whenever you're like, for like the team's sponsors whenever they went to like Costa Rica or something. I mean, I'm I'm not sure if that's like exactly what he said, but um, that was the gist of it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he's a bad dude. Um so the team should be taken away from him. Washington deserves more. Um yeah, they had, they finally found themselves in in baseball and hockey, so maybe football's next. Uh, nine of the thirty six cheerleaders were handpicked to act as escorts at a nightclub for sponsors. Oh, so yeah, it is what happened. <laughs> yeah, as if that's not gross enough. Two team officials, senior vice president of operations Lon Rosenberg and president of business operations Dennis Green, were there. 
What a terrible franchise. Yeah, and after he bought the team in 99, he changed it so that it was closer to pole dancing with every season. Yikes. Uh, what, a dis- what a terrible dude. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, is there any other news? That, I mean, uh, just Josh Gordon, he's a Seahawk. Yeah, and honestly, I think the bigger news from that is that Russell Wilson was like lobbying for Antonio Brown to be a Seahawk. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought Russell Wilson was smarter than that. <laughs> but Maybe I mean, not. He's to drink some more that like that holy water or whatever it was <laughs> that he used to speak about. Oh man. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. I was about to say I'm excited to see. Uh, Ryan Finley play football today. <laughs> Yikes. Imagine being excited to watch the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. And he also doesn't play today. <laughs> the bye week. I mean, I like Ryan Finley. I did not. But uh, I definitely I don't, don't, so don't think he's, uh, he's ready to play in the NFL. <laughs> I don't think he ever will be. That's a, a smart... Uh, I don't think he will be either, to be honest. Um, but he is, uh, the smart, I, I'm really excited for week 16 where the Bengals play the Dolphins. God, Ryan Finley versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's going to be like the, uh, the Warriors, uh, Hornets game from last night. It's going to be like Rutgers, Illinois. <laughs> Did you see the, the Warriors starting five last night? Yeah. Yeah. Kai Bowman, uh, Jordan Poole, Glenn Robinson, Eric Peschall, and Willie Cauley-Stein. Yeah, the only one I like from those is Willie Cauley-Stein. Uh, just for reference, that's an undrafted rookie, a rookie, a minimum contract, a rookie, and a minimum contract. And Glenn Robinson, Michigan legend, is a veteran minimum. I'm shocked. <laughs> um, someone mentioned Noel Devine to me today, and I got really excited to watch him play football in the XFL. Yeah, um, I, I forgot which Madden it was, but I remember he was just a god. <laughs> like, he was like a, a literal cheat code because he was just so agile and fast. It's probably like Madden 09 or something. I, I want to say it was 11. I was feel like he was still in college in 09. Was he? I mean, I don't think he's in his 30s, which is what he would be if he was in like Madden 09. Yeah, no, he came. He came out of. He came out of. He came. He came into college in two thousand, in two thousand like seven or something. I think. Yeah, he was undrafted was in two thousand eleven. That's what I was thinking of. He's thirty one. So he is in his thirties. Let's hope he's still got it then. <laughs> um, maybe. All right. He hasn't played football in five years. So maybe <laughs> maybe he's got a little bit of agility. <laughs> the last time he played was at the Edmonton Eskimos in twenty fourteen. <laughs> Is that a Canadian football team or an arena football team? <laughs> that one's Canadian. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, do you want to move on to pick 'em? Yes, let's do it. All right, so the first pick 'em game we had. I don't know why the hell I said it like that, but okay. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Uh, Houston at Jacksonville, the London game. Uh, the spread was Houston minus one and a half. They're going to cover that handily. Um, imagine imagine picking Jacksonville. Listen, I didn't think they were going to win the game, but they always seem to have a little bit of magic. 
It's fine. I picked Arizona to win the they game. They got so. the magic in me. They got that the that magic has to be the intro now. You have to sing it, and that has to be the intro. I've got the magic in me. You don't have to sing it now, Dylan. I've got the magic, baby. <laughs> song just reminds me of Pitch Perfect every time. Oh, my God. That was filmed on LSU's campus. Shout out, LSU. Was it? Cause that was, all right, now I like LSU because it's an amazing movie. Um. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it really was. Um, so is God's Not Dead. <laughs> Shout out to that movie. <laughs> All right, not as uh, not as enthusiastic about that one. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not much to say. Like, the, the game is going exactly how you think it would go. I just kind of picked Jacksonville. Oh, Devin and Brandon picked Houston to win. I just kind of picked Jacksonville because, you know, you like to be wrong. I like to be wrong. It's a kink of mine. Um, <laughs> Yikes. Um, the next two games that we talked about were also NFL games, um, but they haven't been played yet, so we'll talk about them probably next episode, or just forget about them because they don't really matter. Um, we could tweet about them. Yeah. Uh, we got a big episode next week, so... Oh, uh, what was that? <laughs> we, we, I don't know. We should get a guest. Like, um, I don't know. Nick maybe a, uh, maybe a uh, New Orleans reporter. <laughs> That's wild, dude. <laughs> Where would you get that idea? I don't know. No idea. And also, I don't want people to think we're actually doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> maybe it would have before the trade deadline. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what happened with that one, Dylan, but... (laughs) uh... Welcome to New Orleans, AJ Green. We talked about it last week, too, man. Oh, Um, yeah, I know. The whole time I was thinking about... I was just thinking about... uh, He agreed to be You sending the picture of him, like... (laughs) Of him blocking you. (laughs) It was, uh, uh, were you speaking or was I there? Just... I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, we just cut, so we're just gonna we're just gonna move on to the next game we have to talk about that we're gonna spend 30 seconds on max. Uh, Miami at Florida State. The spread was Florida State minus three. We all picked Miami. Wait, no, no, we didn't. Devin picked Florida State like an idiot. Dumbass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Devin Imagine the... picking an Alex Hornibrook team to cover. Oh my god. Alex Hornibrook is bad at football. He is awful. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke with his last name, but I couldn't. I'm not going to try to. <laughs> yeah. Um, imagine picking an ACC team to win at all. I mean, so did we, but... No, we don't, we don't want to talk about it. Well, I imagine can't... talking about an ACC team. Cam Akers really had a higher QBR than Alex Hornibrook. Cam Akers... Two for two, 24 yards. Cam Akers is the best player on the team. That's not... You're not wrong. He had three times uh, Alex Hornibrook's QBR. He's two for two for 24 yeah, it's godlike. He had a six, like the ESPN QBR, not just like the passer rating. Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's see. 
Um, so moving on, because why would we talk about that anymore? Oregon State at Arizona. The spread Arizona minus six. Me and Devin took Oregon, ugh, Oregon State to win. And Brandon took Arizona. And Oregon State molly wiped mo- molly them. I don't know why it was so hard yeah. to say. You know what it is? I need to stop putting, like, Arizona in because I'm always going to pick them because I love Khalil Tate and they they lose every time mm-hmm. or they don't cover every time, but I'm always going to pick them just because I love Khalil Tate. Yeah, I haven't watched them play in a while. Why is Gunnar Gunnell? I'm pretty sure Khalil Tate. Grant Gunnell. Oh, well, he's, like, in every game now. <laughs> so maybe Khalil Tate's just getting hurt every game. And just keeps coming back. It's really Madden. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Jake Luton had a good day. 20 of 26, 328, three touchdowns. Artavis Pierce and Jamar Jefferson both went on. Like, the, the Oregon State offense went exactly how they needed to go. Isaiah Hodgins is great at football. And then Artavis Pierce and Jamar Jefferson each eclipsed 100. So that's all they really need to do to win games. And then they won 56 to 38. Um, so yeah, um, it worked perfectly. So, so Khalil Tate got benched. Did he? Yeah. It's weird, because like, he, 7 of 12 for 109 is not terrible. Yeah, it says Khalil Tate appeared on one cover of a magazine and thought he was Michael Vick. Benched for a dude who went to prom five months ago now. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, Khalil Tate played 31 snaps, and Grant Gannell played 18. Good to know. That's um, unfortunate. Uh, I guess he is playing wide receiver at the next level. <laughs> you know who's back to playing quarterback, though? Who is that? Tate Martell. Is he, though? Yeah, he actually is. Good. I mean, he didn't play quarterback in this game. He didn't play wide receiver, either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he has two stats. Like, the whole season, he has two touches. One was a one-yard loss against Florida, and the other one was like a three-yard gain against, I think it was Beth, like Bethune-Cookman. <laughs> Those are his only touches this season. Only losing one against Florida is better than gaining three against Bethune-Cookman. That's very true, actually. He should be ashamed <laughs> of himself. Um, hopefully Trevor gets this question, because he just sent us. Yeah, no, us I'm, like, I'm not waiting for I'm not going to sit here for an hour while no. we wait for a question, so um, you better get one. Better get it in. Uh, number nine, Utah at Washington. Utah minus three. We all picked Utah to cover, and cover they did because they won by four, and this was the best game of the week, I think. Why do you think that? Um, because <laughs> it was it was entertaining. There was not a lot of good football this weekend. Uh, they also won by five, but good math. Five, <laughs> you know. I don't don't know. I remembered looking at it in four. I wasn't looking at them <laughs> when I said they won by four. I just remembered them winning by four. Um, but it was a, it was a actually entertaining game. And I started wa- I started off watching Florida uh, Georgia, and then I immediately realized uh, that I wasn't going to like it. And I was going to be a boring game. Either. So I switched over to Utah Washington, and it was good. And Jacob Eason is uh, really frustrating because he has he has the makings of a good quarterback, but he's just not. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is that people like 
people just love that he has the tools to be a good quarterback and everyone's like oh draft for upside so i understand why people love him i just i don't agree yeah i like for every dime he throws 30 yards down the field he'll throw a triple coverage interception on a wheel route (laughs) so stupid that was a terrible pass he went 29 to 52 for 316, four touchdowns and two interceptions. He's really he's really Matt Ryan. I'd say he has a stronger arm than Matt Ryan. That's fair. But stats-wise, stats he's Matt Ryan. I'd actually say he's more Jameis Winston than, than uh, Jordan Love is. That's fair. Only because I feel like Jordan Love with his athleticism is more Josh Allen than Jameis. Or his like ability to run. That's fair. Either way, it's not a good comp to have. No. <laughs> you don't want to be compared to Jameis Winston. I think you, th- you could compare them both to Jameis Winston. Um, but, yeah. I and, yeah, uh, not, not something you want. No. And Zach Moss is good. Zach Moss murdered a couple of people, and it was really fun to watch. And then... Uh, it was a really uncharacteristic first half for Utah. Their defense was really struggling. Then once Jalen Johnson left the game, it was bad. It was really bad. Like, they couldn't get any pressure on because he just get the ball off immediately. But then Jalen Johnson came back. In the second half, they looked more more apt. Uh, they were getting pressure. The Both of the sacks that they got in the game were in the second half. Um, they Both of the interceptions they had were in the second half, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It was both in the second yeah. half. And uh, a really, really terribly timed and terribly thrown pick six uh, to give Utah the lead, Like, to get Utah really back in the game. Um, yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was so bad. That was like a Madden, like, user alert. Like, <laughs> just ran through. And well, no yeah, like, both of them were both predetermined throws. And they were not thrown well either. <laughs> so, like, not only did he stare them down the entire time, uh, he threw the ball poorly. Um, so, yeah, I'm not a big Jacob Eason guy, if you didn't know. Um, moving on. Yeah, couldn't tell. Moving on. Number 15, SMU at number 24, Memphis. I didn't really watch this Watch this game. The spread was in Memphis, minus six. We all picked SMU, and it was a push. Yeah, I I watched the first half of this game, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I just I I like Shane Bichelle now that we insulted him and he started playing really well, and I was just praying that he and by praying I mean not actually praying because I don't pray, but um, <laughs> Jesus, I'm I'm glad that they scored like a meaningless touchdown. Uh, At the wasn't end. really yeah wasn't really meaningless, but two minutes left. They scored a quick touchdown and got the two point conversion to at least uh, at least get us the push. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and the, and then didn't at the end, yeah, they they got the the touchdown and then the the going for two. They, and uh, then the real another. Homies. Then we see another unsuccessful uh, onside kick attempt. Yeah. It's like I I understand the onside kick rules. I just wish that both college and the NFL would like change it up a little bit to make it at least somewhat easier for the kicking team 
Mm-hmm. Just because, I, th- I mean, not if you're playing the Saints, apparently. Um, moving on to the next game, West Virginia at number 12, Baylor. The spread, Baylor, minus 17 and a half. Brandon took Baylor. Me and Devin both took West Virginia to cover, and uh, they covered. I, I, I don't know. I could tell that I could see this, this result coming by a mile. I could tell that this was going to be the kind of game, and I think I probably mentioned it on the podcast, um... That is just going to be a close game. I knew Baylor was going to win, but seven and a half was a lot of points on a Thursday night. I just figured West Virginia is the worst team in the Big 12, so Baylor should be able to beat them handedly. And it's not so handedly. <laughs> I mean, is West Virginia Texas? Yikes. <laughs> no, West, West Virginia is realistically the worst team in the Big 12. And the thing is, there aren't really many bad teams in the Big 12 right now. Like Kansas is improving. Texas Tech is better than they were with Cliff, with, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. We'll see next week. Texas Tech versus West Virginia. The Battle biggest game for next week. Ninth and 10th spot. <laughs> biggest, biggest game of next week. That's for sure. Yeah, I think we're going to do our game of the week breakdown on that one. Probably. <laughs> Can't think of anything else I would want to talk about. Um... Yeah, this game, I can think of many things I'd rather talk about. <laughs> um, Rutgers at Illinois. Illinois, minus 20 and a half. It was tied at halftime. Um, and then they scored 20, Illinois scored 28 unanswered in the second half to uh, to cover the spread. Like, like the real homies they are. Yeah, it's, oh my God. I can't wait to talk about... Uh... What we're going to talk about later involving this game, but is it? It's just insane that Illinois scored thirty-eight while throwing eleven times to three receivers, mm-hmm. and one of their receivers has the coolest name on the planet. <laughs> Josh Imator Bebe is just Imator awesome Bebe is a great name. Um, I saw like I love that his first name is Josh. <laughs> it's just like. What's your name, Josh? Oh, what's your last name? Ivatar, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Um, who's that Eagles often, the Eagles linebacker with that really wild name? Oh, um, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass myself with that. By that, I mean, I'm going to look it up and then pronounce it, but I'm not just going to try to pronounce that off rip. Cause, uh, off rip? Yeah, no, that that would be very embarrassing. Uh Halapalui Vai Vitai. Um Yeah, do you know what his brother's names are? Why would I know that? Um It's his name is that and then his brother's names are Kevin and William. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Halla. Hala Pulivadi Vitae, and then it's Kevin and William. Even his mom's name is like, his mom's name is Shirley. But then his dad's name is Talikavili. Oh man, and then Kevin and William. He's probably the oldest, and then they realize I'm tired of saying that. God, can you imagine that? Halapulavati Vitae, get over here right now. I'm not saying it again, because I can't. Because I don't feel like it. I'll need an inhaler next time. 
<laughs> oh man. By the way, I like how you uh how for the spreadsheet. Oh god, what did what did Trevor just ask us? No, okay. Um I like for the game of the week spreadsheet, you kept your name and my name, even though it was you and Devin. That I, did just, the I didn't feel like changing it. <laughs> um, speaking of the spreadsheet, game of the week. <laughs> Yay. Um, the spread floor, the, the, the Florida, 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 Florida. <laughs> the Florida, Georgia line was Georgia minus six and a half. I'm looking I for a I'd... new co-host. <laughs> I thought of that one like 20 minutes ago. Um. <laughs> that, I don't know. That just reminded me of because like Trevor said The Office and then you said that it reminded me of uh, when Oscar left after Michael kissed him and then he came back and Kevin was like, hey, Oscar, did you enjoy your gaycation? He's like, I thought about that the second you left and I've just been waiting to say it. Fired guy. <laughs> And just gets to him marking down, <laughs> marking him down in the book. Uh, um, the spread was Georgia minus six and a half. We all took Florida, and we all took L's as well. You can yeah. talk about this. I mean, it was just like Jake Fromm played one of the best games of definitely of his season. Yeah, and one of the best games we've seen from him. Uh, I actually saw a stat that's basically just like he destroys Todd Grantham every time he plays him. Does he? Yeah, he uh, he basically just bullies him. Is what I'm, like he had I think over seventy percent completion in all three of them, mm-hmm. in all three of the games he's played against him because Grantham used to be at uh, Mississippi State also. So yeah, in Fromm's three career games against Todd Grantham. Uh, he's completed 70.8% of his passes, has an ESPN QBR of 97.3, has seven touchdowns and zero interceptions. That's insane. And Fromm was playing out of his mind yesterday. That was a great game by him. Uh, and yeah, he was evading pressure when they got pressure. And John Greenard, uh, one of the edge edge defenders for Florida, Yesterday when they were asking him about it, he was just like, you know, I sucked. I was ass. He's like, I was doo-doo. Doo-doo's my favorite kind of, word, I think. Yeah, it's like, what kind of post-game interview is that? He's just like, I was ass. I promise I'll be better. Like, And then they, uh, they asked Dan Mullen, like, oh, uh, how close do you guys think you are to Georgia? And he's like, seven points. They're like, no, but like, how close after this game do you think you are to Georgia? And he's just like, we're seven points from Georgia. Like that's how much we lost by. That's how far behind them we are. Um, I also don't think that either of LSU or Alabama has anything to worry about. Not at all. Not in the slightest. I mean, all they got to do is score like twenty-five points, and then they're golden. Call it. Call it a day. <laughs> yeah. And tackle DeAndre Swift. Um, which is not that easy of a task. Actually, also, if the game gets really close, they probably shouldn't allow, like, a 73-yard touchdown. And then they've got it in the bag, too. Are you talking about the Lawrence Cager touchdown? Yeah. That, it, was, that's... it was 52 yards. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, it, was, it felt like fucking 90, so yeah, I'm going to It felt like the Kadarius Tony week one touchdown. 
Yeah, I'm gonna exaggerate a little bit. It was just, it was insane. This is like how how he was wide open. I have no idea. Uh, he actually had a huge game. He was just kicking ass, even though they gave him a catch that he did not catch. But you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, that does it for our pick'em because we didn't talk about a couple of uh, NFL games because uh, we haven't watched them yet. Honestly, if we were recording, we wouldn't talk. About, we wouldn't have been able to talk about the uh, the New England Baltimore game either. Anyway, probably yeah. so. Um, but this is a random time to announce it. But during <laughs> the the Sunday night fo- after the Sunday night football game next week, uh, for our fiftieth episode of the podcast, we're gonna be recording it live. That's golden. That's a that's a golden. We're you gonna, you, we're gonna be you elaborate? Yeah, we're gonna be just gonna streaming it live on Twitch. We'll do a, a more formal announcement, but I literally just popped in my head. We're gonna be streaming live on Twitch for our fiftieth episode after Sunday Night Football ends, and we're gonna be interacting live on the podcast. So it'll be a little bit different of an episode. Um, also, it'll be a big episode because it'll be the recap of LSU. Alabama. So I'll either be checked in or checked out. Shots while recording? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of about it. We'll see how the game goes. We'll see how the game goes. <laughs> we'll see if they're happy shots or sad shots. <laughs> um, okay, so that uh, now that means it's time for Stuck Up, Stuck Down, and we'll kind of go a little bit quicker through this. Um, stock up. I like. I like how you have. Sorry, I, I like how your first player, uh, like a, a very important part of his game is in your stock down. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, stock up. Hunter Bryant. Uh, he looked really good. Um, he's continuing to impress. Uh, after the after the catch, he just looked really good because he was uh, he was a running back for most of his life. Um, are you gonna say something? I was just gonna say, isn't isn't he uh, listed as a tight end now? Even though he like does some stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's listed as tight end now, correct? Yes. Yeah, and he he's not always lined up at tight end, if I'm correct. Yeah, well, he's like yeah, because he's like, he's like six two yeah, two thirty nine. Yeah, he's like like split he's, out tight ends. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, he's a he, definitely not a blocking tight end. He, he's the fake tight end. Yes, <laughs> he's he's the uh, Evan Ingram. Yeah, I was gonna name someone else, but I'm trying not to say that name. Why? A uh, hint: He murdered someone. Uh, did he? <laughs> the guy that I'm thinking of? Yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> I'm dumb. I thought you were talking about Evan Ingram. I was like, I no, I was completely. Gonna na- I was gonna name someone else that did that. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. <laughs> What's your first stock up? Uh, Baylor's defense, because. They allow in the Big Twelve defense is something that shows up very sparingly. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to beat Oklahoma, you need to play good defense. 
And uh, Baylor allowed 219 total yards to West Virginia. And less than half a yard per carry. Um, so, yeah, it, it was it was pretty bad for West Virginia's offense. Uh, 26 carries, 14 yards. And then Austin Kendall couldn't really get anything going off. And so this game should have been a blowout if Baylor's offense showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it should have been. They should have dominated West Virginia. But uh, their defense showed up. Offense, not so much. Yeah, that's very fair. Uh, my next stock up is going to be the Oklahoma State offense. Um, they lost Tylen Wallace for. The, I was say, uh, yeah, that that sucks for them. Yeah, they lost Tylen Wallace for the entire year, and then everyone decided to show up. Um, and by everyone, I mean Dil, uh, Dylan Stoner, which is so fucked up. <laughs> he finally shows up. Three catches, ninety-three yards, two touchdowns. Chuba Hubbard, 20 carries, 223 yards, two touchdowns. Spencer Sanders, 19 carries, 88 yards, and then nine completions for 15 uh, Nine out of 15, 158 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Um, 459 total yards of offense, 300 on the ground. And then Dylan. And also their defense finally, like their pass rush finally mm-hmm. showed up because they were just awful getting to the quarterback the yeah, whole and then they had. Five sacks, seven t- total tackles for loss. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they finally woke up because they were just boring. Also, Jalen Rager woke up in this game, so that's awesome. Five, five, uh, five sacks, five different players, so that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, Jalen Rager, seven receptions for 120 yards. Who's your next stock up? My next stock up is uh, Shane Michelle, who we spoke about a little bit already. But uh, ever since we insulted him, he has been playing exponentially better. So, taking credit for it. Yeah, you know, you're completely welcome. You're going to mention it every week, but you're welcome. Yeah, he, uh, he's played significantly better, and we still get another year of him with this offense. So, I can't wait to see it. Um, my next stock up is going to be Mason Fine. Not only for doing the post-game interview in the... Uh, in the inflatable dinosaur outfit, but he also threw for seven touchdowns, which is just absurd. That's so insane. Um, seven touchdowns. Versus UTEP. Um, and I mean, honestly, it doesn't matter, though. If you're throwing no. seven touchdowns, does it yeah. even matter who you're playing? <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Um, seven touchdowns to four different players. Great, great game out of head. 24 of 39, 24 completions, a third of them were touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> That's efficiency. Uh, yeah. He had, uh, he had 15 incompletions and still had a QBR of 94.5. He had half as many touchdowns as incompletions. Jesus. <laughs> Insane. Um, yeah, that was my last stock up. And my last stock up is Florida tight end Kyle Pitts uh, because Florida finally has a good tight end again, which we haven't had since Trey Burton. Yeah, they're usually uh, Pitts. <laughs> you could. No, I'm not. <laughs> I remember they used to have a pretty good tight end. 
<laughs> this name's slipping my tongue. <laughs> Chico. Um, <laughs> you know, Kyle Pitts, he's a true sophomore. And he's been balling out this whole season, which it's awesome to see because it's good to have college tight ends just suck in general. They really the do. Part. They just every college just sucks with utilizing a tight end. Um, <laughs> so it's it's great to see that Kyle Pitts is uh, actually producing from the tight end position and bright future ahead of him. Everyone not named uh, Iowa. Yeah, pretty much. And Miami. I mean, recently. I mean, I mean yes, Joku. Yeah, yeah. Joku. Um, so that's fair. And they have Brevin Jordan there, who's also a true sophomore. That's a beast. LSU's finally getting some work out of tight ends. Thaddeus Moss. Um, what about the? Uh, wasn't the most recent commit a tight end, or is he a receiver? Uh, no, he's a tight end. Eric Gilbert. He's also not the most recent. That's not who I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. Um, the coldest to ever do it. Oh, <laughs> the, the coldest to ever do it. Crawl. I was thinking about this year's class. No, he's like a 2022 player, but uh, he's a wide he's receiver. The most recent recruit. Okay. Yeah. Um. I also don't think he's the most recent recruit. No, because Eric Gilbert, who shout out to LSU getting a five star tight end. Um. That's insane. If you're gonna use, <laughs> if no, well, yeah, because we he saw that we're actually using our tight end this year, and I was like, all right, yeah, I guess we'll do that. And then he convinced his teammate, who's a five star, to leave Tennessee. That's fire. Fuck Tennessee. <laughs> that's that's what I'm taking from that. The well, Volunteers can stay horrible for as long as they want. Yeah. Um. Stock down. My first stock down is entertaining football because there was not a lot of good, good games yesterday. Not um, at all. No. And I knew because like all the good teams were uh, all the entertaining teams had bye weeks. Florida and Georgia had like the potential to be like a good old fashioned like enter- like the kind of ground and pound games. Mm-hmm. And it just sucked. <laughs> it just it sucked. It really did. And I don't think it just sucked from like the viewpoint of like a Florida fan watching them lose. I think it was like a boring game to begin with. Memphis SMU was fun. Utah Washington was fun. That's about it. Um, speaking of SMU Memphis, we didn't really talk about it. But uh, did you watch Game Day? No, I Pat- never watch Game Day. Oh, Pat McAfee. Is the greatest thing to grace television. I, I saw the video of him and like, oh, I get to be with all the drunks in Memphis, Tennessee. Dude, he's hilarious. Um, they're, uh, they're, I think, I feel like ESPN's grooming him to uh, replace Lee Corso. Um, which Maybe. I'd he's, be he's so a, down. I'd be so down for. He's a god. Um, yeah, that was really about it. Entertaining football. High key stock down. Yeah, Pat McAfee stock up. Um, Pat McAfee stock up because he he like commentated like like SmackDown like twelve hours before that. Yeah, and then went to game day. So it's mm-hmm. that's insane. Um, yeah. So my first stock down is Baylor's offense. He also uh, wore jorts in like thirty degree weather in Memphis. Love that. On live TV, it's fire. Um, so yeah, Stockdown is Baylor's offense. Uh, 
they weren't like just horrible all around. Charlie Brewer is very efficient uh, throwing the ball, but they lost three fumbles in one game from their receivers. And uh, you're gonna get love that. <laughs> Uh, they lost three fumbles from their receivers, and you're going to get blown out against Oklahoma if that's what you do. And even next week against TCU, they'd get blown out if they fumble three times. They're lucky West Virginia is just in a very rough spot this season. But uh, they, they need to turn it around if they want to keep their ranking. And this is going to be the favorite stock down. Uh, yes, Jacob Eason. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. That's, it is, is, that's it. <laughs> Your next one? This <laughs> <laughs> is not even going to elaborate. Nope. You're just going to leave Alex at the cliffhanger there. Jacob Eason. <laughs> stock down. Um, my, my, my next stock down, also one that we talked about, it's Todd Grandham, um, defensive coordinator for Florida. He kept just sending four the whole time at Jake Fromm when they weren't getting pressure at all. Because on top of just sending four is a difficult thing to get pressure on consistently, which Florida has been good at, but your two best edge rushers are injured. So uh, probably shouldn't be rolling with just four at that point. When you can't get pressure, your two best edge rushers are injured, and Jake Fromm's dotting you up the entire day. Yeah. Um, my last stock down is going to be Jordan Love. I just don't get the love for him. That was You're the fun. worst. You're the worst. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Why? Because all the Jordan Love, I just don't get the love for him. That was not on purpose. <laughs> that really was not on purpose. Um, hate you. That really was not on purpose. Now I'm you just, just instinct, instinctually, uh. <laughs> Or instinctively, just ruined my day. Yes. Um, <laughs> 29 of 49 uh, and a touchdown, three interceptions versus BYU. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, had 394 yard, he had 394 yards, so not Josh Allen. <laughs> Again, Matt, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston. <laughs> it's, it just gives you the illusion. It's like, oh, he threw for 394 yards. Maybe he'll be good one day. <laughs> Um, I'm just not, Psych. I'm just not, I'm just not about it, dude. Um, 6'4", 225. He's from Bakersfield. That's all you should need to know. Um, and then here's your last stock down. My last stock down is actually the big 10 guys and Mike and Devin give us plenty of, uh, plenty of names to look at. <laughs> and one that they've been talking about the whole season, even before the season Reggie Corbin, Illinois running back. Uh, even this past week, Devin Jackson said, if Reggie Corbin doesn't rush for 150 yards, it's time to hang it up. Reggie Corbin rushed for a third of that. <laughs> Reggie Corbin, in a 38-10 to 10 win, rushed for 51 yards. And he didn't... It's, you can't even use like the scrimmage yards because he didn't have a single catch. No, because three people caught the ball for Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had six completions. Um, he was a fourth of their carries. Um, versus Rutgers, he ran 13 carries for 51 yards. And it's not like they went up huge like early on and just started using like their backups. Like, 
Like, it was tied at halftime. <laughs> so it's like, how did he not get more carries? And how is he not more productive with the carries he did get? And if you take away his longest run, he was 12 carries for 36 yards. So, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, not, Reggie Corbin sucks. Not ideal. <laughs> um, and now we can move on to the mailbag. Can't wait. Woo. So I'll go I'll, uh, Go ahead and get rid of uh, Trevor's question right now. There's two questions, I guess, technically, for you. Um, choose an office episode that represents about how you feel about your midterm. I'm also in college, by the way, so I guess I'll just screw myself. I mean, to be fair, you didn't miss an episode last week for a midterm. Yeah, because I mean doing general studies in community college right now, <laughs> but I still like to be acknowledged. <laughs> you, you mean you're not taking economics? No, I'm taking chemistry, psychology, stuff like that, you know, because I took a couple years off college. Sounds miserable. It is. Um, I, You can answer your question because I, I still haven't thought of one yet for me. Um, You should do money. I, I was thinking the Koi Pond episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, for me, who's the bigger threat to the Saints, the 49ers or the refs? Um, the refs. The refs. Ten times out of ten. <laughs> yeah. What are the 49ers going to do? Send Matt Barr to drink at a natter day at, at me aggressively? <laughs> aggressively drinks a natter day? <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> Matt Barr aggressively drinks a natter day. <laughs> I'm going to tweet him right now. <laughs> he's at the he's at the Redskins Bills game right now, so he's aggressively drinking a Labatt Blue. Um, <laughs> uh, Dwayne Haskins, Dwayne Haskins, one for one for seven yards. Fire superstar, like superstar. He's uh he's future of the league. Um, yeah, definitely that. Um. Uh, for my uh, my answer, yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna go Stairmageddon because like this could just be the worst thing ever, even though it's very minor. So that's what I'm going with. Um, yeah, all right. And then so the rest of our questions come from Shay, my friend Shay at Shayro on Twitter. Um, the first one Boo. is. <laughs> oh Jesus! Does pineapple? Pineapple. Buzz pineapple belong on pizza. Yes, yes. Yes, I I do not like pineapple. I'm sorry, I do not like pineapple. Pineapple. Uh, <laughs> but I do enjoy it on pizza, which is weird, but. Yeah, I'm all for it. Um, the next question is... Did we uh, actually, hold on. My new answer is actually Scott's Tots for my midterm. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That, that's how it went. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we fake the moon landing? I said probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. It wouldn't surprise me. 50-50 chance, but I, yeah, I would not be shocked at all if we did. Um, yeah, probably. 
How would you spend $100,000 given to you in 45 minutes and you can't give it away? And you can't give it away. Well, I wasn't going to do that even if I could. Yeah, Shay, you think too highly of me if you think I was <laughs> one of my options was give it away. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, also, I, gotta... I know my answer to this question 10 times out of 10. Oh, so go ahead. Um, I would find a, a rich person and say, hey, I'll give you $100,000 if you give me $75,000. So that way I have $75,000 to last me. I feel like you can get more than 75000 now. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's just I feel like you could be like, I'll give you 100000 if you give me 85000 Or 90000 <laughs> even. So but what, if, what, if they're just like, what if they're just like, why don't you just give me $10,000? <laughs> um, no, that's not how this works. I, I mean, you're suspicious that I'm not doing this. <laughs> but uh, the, the, if I can't cheat... Uh, I'm going to do a quick five-minute call to the Department of Justice and pay off my my student loans. Um, do you have to call the Department of Justice to pay off your student loans? Yeah, they, they, uh, my school messed them up, shockingly. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's, that's fun. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, BRC is the worst, the worst college of all time. Like, the, co- the classes are good, but the front office is terrible. I, I've gone there three semesters now every time a semester has ended they put my account on hold because they're like we have to make sure you actually graduated high school <laughs> i've sent them my my uh, transcript they question like you that much times. <laughs> they do um, they're just like no way there's no shot this kid graduated anything no i get my grades are good um yeah I, i'd pay off my student loans um and then uh, 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 sorry you don't happen to have jameson crowder in fantasy do you i do not why and you're you're not playing him right no four catches for 50 yards and a touchdown in the first drive <laughs> what <laughs> i do have josh allen on my team and he has a touchdown already i i, I had jameson crowder i do have him in one league so yay he's not playing but yeah <laughs> Yay! I'll see if is my opponent playing him or something. You better hope. Now he's got thirteen points after one drive. Jesus. Um, I'd probably I don't know spend a lot of money. Um. Yeah. Else, so buy I some have, buy some some clothes or something. I have this has been super easy for me. I have about thirty thousand dollars in student debt. So oh yeah. Pay that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, get a place where I can move out, and then but just you know you have forty five like, minutes. I can easily find a place, <laughs> and I will finish all the paper. paperwork. Well, no, but I mean, I think it's okay if it's like a pending transaction. Is that fine? Can't do that. Whatever. Yeah, because easy stu- question is go to a real estate office. Pay off student loans. And then it's very easy for me to just say, book a vacation quickly. Yeah. To somewhere very nice New for Orleans. like, I said somewhere very nice. Buy some um, senior bowl tickets. That's yeah, sure. That's not New Orleans, but and I'm not getting tickets for the game. I'm just going to practices. Um, so yeah, student loans, vacation, and then everything else would just be for like website shit. And then, for a whole nine, so it's very pay easy the, for me. Pay the writers? Eh. 
by a studio. I mean, maybe. I can't do that. How am I going to buy something? I need. I can't go to real estate. Oh, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> how good are the Lions this year? Better than their records suggest. Yes, definitely. They're, they've gotten <laughs> mightily screwed. I think that yeah, I think the only way you could say it is better than their records suggest. They should have beaten the Cardinals. They should have won against the Packers. So that that's two more wins they should have. They should have the lead in the division. Yeah. Um the only like loss that's like heavily on them is the Cardinals. Well, tie. tie. Yeah, well, tie, yeah. The only um, non-win that's heavily on them. Yeah. Oh, you skipped the other question that he put. Did I? How overrated are the Packers? That was my next qu- Oh, I did. How overrated are the Packers? Um, how, do, how, how overrated do you think they are? Are we doing this like scale of 1 to 10? Yes. I'd say a 7. And 1. All, only because of their offense. Like, I think their offense is overrated. Mm-hmm. I think their defense is very good. I love Mike Pettin. I love how he uses guys like Rashawn Gary. Uh, I love Jair Alexander's play this season. has been phenomenal. I think their defense is great. I think their offense is just living off of the Aaron Rodgers name at this point. So I, I will say 7 out of 10. Are you okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. And then the last question, who will win the AFC if the Pats don't? Uh, are, you, are you not going to respond to how overrated the Packers are? Oh, did I not? <laughs> no. Oh, um, yeah, I'd agree. I, I'd probably just agree with you. Their offense is, I don't know. They have Aaron Rodgers, but that's about it. Aaron Jones is up yeah. and down. <laughs> Half of his touchdowns came this year came from one game. Um, he's up and down, and I don't know. Yeah, they probably similar to the uh, like the opposite of the Lions. I don't think they're as good as their record suggests. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, they've we also know they're played. not because they should have lost to the Lions. Yeah, <laughs> they should have lost to the Lions, and then they've played. And the injury-riddled Chiefs, the Raiders, and they barely Eagles, won that Chiefs game. <laughs> Broncos, Bears, the Vikings. Whenever they were amidst turmoil, um, yeah. And then the last question is, who will win the AFC if the Pets don't? Who do you think so? Who do you think is going to do it? I want to hear your answer first. Um, <laughs> the Bills. Really? <laughs> I honestly think that they can. If Josh Allen doesn't poop the bed, I, I think there's a, a good chance that they end the year thirteen and three, like losing one more game. I see heavily see that happening, um, like a, an avenue for that to happen. And their defense is very good. They had an off week last week against the Eagles. Um, their defense is is Super Bowl caliber. Um, and then Ed Oliver is getting better every week still. Um, and if Josh Allen can can get more consistent, because he's shown flashes of being really a really good quarterback this year, um, 
But, I mean, they kind of knew going into it that he's going to be a project. He's not going to be MVP first year, but he's getting steadily better. And I think I think that they have a chance to win the AFC. You know, he's like the – Josh Allen's the ultimate draft for upside. Yeah. And I think it's starting to pay off because he's getting better. You know, he's so raw at Wyoming. And I think a lot of that's the coaching staff was not capable of uh, getting him truly NFL ready. Yeah. Uh, who do you um, have? I'd say the Ravens. I think they're built for like for the for the November no, 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 December. No, no, no. Yeah, they're built for the uh, just nonsense. Uh, they're built for November December football. Run the ball. Uh, play safe. Play very good defense. And I think that there's not many teams that are better at doing those things than they are, especially now that their defense seems to be getting back on track after they had a couple. They had two rough outings, the Chiefs and the Browns. Since then, their defense has looked very good. All righty. Um, so I think that about does it. Do you have anything else to add? I do not. All right. Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can follow Brandon on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find the show on Twitter at Whole Nine Sports. Um, keep up on Twitter to find out more about the stream that we're going to have for our 50th episode on next Sunday, a week from today, after Sunday Night Football. Um, and, yeah, we'll see you on, on on Wednesday, or Thursday, I guess, for the, uh, the preview. All right, buddy.